Breakfast. It is the Wave, WHAV-FM, and our guest right now, State Representative Christina Minacochi. And uh, Christina, thanks for uh, coming on today. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my, my pleasure to have you here because uh, I was speculating that, you know, maybe you and, and the governor would be, like, collaborating as far as, uh, you know, all this COVID-19 stuff. Is Is that true? Well, just you kidding. don't get to do too much of that, but, you know, he's got a busy schedule these days. <laughs> yeah, he certainly does. He's he's messing up my soap operas, I'll tell you that. I know, seriously. Um, yeah, that, you know, he, he does try to keep it to about the, the same time every day, but, you know, they, they, the press conferences do shift around a little bit, but... Um, I've been, I, I'm impressed with his, um, with his schedule. I don't know how he keeps it, but he's probably going to be ready for a little bit of vacation when this is over. <laughs> uh, I bet he will. But, uh, you know, with, with all these, uh, orders to stay in place, uh, you know, there's really not very many places he can go. I know. I know. You know, everybody waits their whole life to have this kind of time off, but unfortunately it's not for the reasons that we would like it to be. So, now, so uh, so tell us, um, what have you been hearing from uh, the folks in your district about uh, about the situation that's around? Are, are they getting um, well? Uh, some um, some folks, I'm sure, uh, appreciate the time off that that they are being uh, kept safe as much as possible, and and others, I bet, are chomping at the bit to get back to it. That's right. I hear a little bit from both ends of the spectrum. That's for sure. But you know, it's all of the things that we usually hear about, we're now just hearing about, you know, on overdrive at this point. So most of our phone calls that come through are related to unemployment because our office can help facilitate um, unemployment claims. So a lot of times when people have been hung up on their unemployment for some reason and they can't, um, it's just not going through, they'll call our office and we're able to help um, try to move it along more quickly. And so that's really the bulk of our phone calls that we receive. We get a lot of those requests on Facebook. We get them on the phone. We get them through email. And so, um, you know, if you've watched any of the governor's many press conferences, he says very often, he says, unemployment was at 50. We had 50 staff members when this started, and now they're up to over 1,000 staff members. So they've had to ramp up very quickly over the past, you know, six to eight weeks. Um, a lot of those people are still being trained. But the number of phone calls that are coming through is just astronomical. So, um, you know, that seems to be the biggest stressor for a lot of people. And for us, I, as I say jokingly, I say we're the live person. <laughs> you know, when you call and you sit on hold for a really, really long time and you said, is there, a, is there a live person anywhere? We're the live person for a lot of people. So just for them to be able to talk, to explain their situation and know that somebody actually is watching their claim and making sure it goes through um, alleviates a lot of stress. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure it does. And is there any particular uh, common theme uh, about the unemployment claims that, that is uh, seems to be getting uh, people hung up? Uh, no, you know, for a lot of people, what they, you know, things that we remind people when they sign up is, you know, make sure your name, your name is exactly as it is on your W-2. Double check when you put your social security number that you don't invert numbers. Sometimes people just, you know, are typing too fast and just, you know, invert two numbers or something on their social security number. That could be a three-week hang-up. Um, use your W-2 and double check that 
the employer name has to match what's on your W-2. So, for example, people work at Dunkin' Donuts, but many of our Dunkin' Donuts are part of chains. So they think that they write for their employer, Dunkin' Donuts. But it's not Dunkin' Donuts. It's the Kafua Corporation or one of the many other um, Dunkin' Donuts um, owners around here. So it needs to match your W-2. And if it doesn't, that's a problem. Um, and so those te- those tend to be the most common reasons why people are being rejected. It's just typos. They're typos. So normally in a regular time frame, those things would be resolved very quickly. Someone would make a phone call. It would be all straightened out and they could move on. Um, but now it's taking five weeks to get a phone call. Uh, you know, also they're working seven days a week. And they're calling from, you know, remote offices. So sometimes that phone call might come in from Idaho or something like that, and people won't pick up the call. So we always say pick up every phone call. Um, they work seven days a week, so even do it on the weekends. They will not leave a message for you because it's so many different people making the calls. So if you miss it, you miss it, and you don't even know you've missed the call. So. You said that they're calling from remote offices, so they aren't going to one location. They're They're calling from wherever they are. Yeah, well, a lot, a lot of the people working, you know, they're all working remotely. So, you know, most of the of the um, state staff is working remotely. So, um, you know, they've a lot of the phone numbers will come from six one seven extensions, but sometimes they'll come from, you know, like a a different extension, you know, a, a different um, area code. Um, but they are working. They're all local folks working. But um, you know, the, we just ramped up so quickly. That um, it's not, it's not like they're in a call center somewhere making phone calls to people. Well, how about that? So, uh, so somebody who was um, decided to to join the state and uh, work in the unemployment office, uh, what type of training do they need to get so they can uh, process these claims as quickly as possible? That's a good question. I'm not exactly sure, but they do have to go through a training before they can start. So. Um, I'm not exactly sure because uh, at right now I don't believe that they're hiring anymore. But, um, but yeah, they do have to be trained on using the system, and they have to be uh, you're trained to know what kinds of questions to ask. I have a person that I work with at the state, which she used to resolve my claims in three hours. Now it takes three to five days. But um, we, as legislators, do have a, you know a, a direct contact person. To, to resolve claims. So, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that's that's why everybody's going to their state representative. Yeah, exactly. So we do get return phone calls. Um, so it, and they do leave us messages, so that you know we can communicate on email, and and so it does it does help us hunt people down. So how about that? We're talking with State Representative Christina Minacucci, and um, yeah, you know, you know, talking about uh, your staff, I had a chance to. Um, I had a chance to uh, talk with the uh, staff over at uh, Congresswoman Laurie Trahan's office, and uh, and I bumped into one of your old buddies, Jocelyn, my old yeah. legislative aide. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So she worked with me for about a year, a little more than a year, um, and uh, she went over to work with the congresswoman, which was a really good jump for her, especially so she can get involved in the federal level, which is where I think she wanted to end up. So. A lot of our staff members get to, um, you know, use these jobs as as good starting points for political or just, you know, jobs in government, I guess, and in policy. Now, I know that uh, sometimes, uh, you know, state representatives do get interns, and with the way that uh, that the colleges are these days, is it hard to get 
is it going to be hard to get an intern for uh, for the summer or the fall? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because a lot of our um, a lot of people are interested in interning, um, but it's we're not sure what kind of experience they're going to have. You know, typically the summer internship program at the state house is great. They have um, you know they have different programming that happens all throughout the day. Um, they get to meet. They get, um, you know, someone will come and speak about different policy areas, so they get to do that, plus they get the state house experience, and um, that program has actually been canceled for this summer. So um, while I have people interested, I don't know what they're going to be doing. How about that? All right, so what else is happening in, in your district? Your District 13, right? Is it 13? 14. Or 14, okay. Uh, what's 14, happening in, yeah. in the, all the towns that you represent? Well, I guess that my big push to this week is, um, you know, food pantries are all clamoring for donations, which you may have heard from some of your local food pantries. I know um, tomorrow, Saturday, May 16th, the Sacred Hearts Church and Salvation Army are both doing a food drive. Um, and so that's from 12 to 2 at their locations. Um, and, you know, they're looking for self-stable goods and diapers and market basket gift cards or whatnot. Um, and so those are at both of their locations, uh, 165 South Main Street in Bradford and 395 Main Street in Haverhill. So um, that's the, those are the Haverhill food pantries. But, you know, last week, North Andover had a food drive, Neighbors in Need, YMCA, they've all had food drives. So food seems to be um, the biggest thing in a lot of people's minds right now um, and just making sure, I mean, if you've gone food shopping recently, you'll know that the shelves still aren't all that full. So I think, you know, the typical, oh, I'll pick up a couple cans and drop it off at my food pantry doesn't happen as much right now. People are trying to stay away from stores and so, you know, you don't get that same flow. So those, that seems to be the big ask from most places. Yeah, I have, uh, I have a major, uh, uh, Walter Rivers uh, from the Salvation Army is going to be on the air uh, around uh, 8:45 this morning. So yeah, we'll be uh, talking about that. That'll that's uh, a fantastic thing. And and uh, and we had Lisa Cora on. She's with the Haverhill Exchange Club and uh, Crescent Yacht Club. Uh, she was on yesterday, and she said that these the food pantries are getting wiped out like every week. They are. Um, you know, yesterday the YMCA report in the Greater Lawrence YMCA, but they reported that they served 800 people yesterday at their grab-and-go meal, or at their um, at their food pantry, 200 families and 800 people. So, you know, Lazarus House is reporting very similar numbers, about 800 once a week. Um, you know, so all of the food pantries are busy. North Andover got theirs was totally wiped out, um, and you know they're they're replenishing. So all of these places. People are showing up to get food at the food pantries um, that, you know, aren't people that they're used to seeing. They're, they're new people, right? People are coming from all over and they're traveling from town to town in the Merrimack Valley region because you know, everybody serves anybody in need. It's, they don't ask for licenses. They don't care where you live. You know, people are going where the food is and the people serving, they're here to serve people who need it. So, um, you know, it's been a great collaborative effort, I think, among all the communities really helping each other out. Um, you may have talked to, I don't know if you've had anyone on your show to talk about the new Haverhill One Fund through the United Way of Mass Bay. Uh, yes, uh, we had uh, Andy Vargas on, actually. Andy he was Vargas, talking yeah. about that, yeah. 
Yes. So he was really the really pushing to convene a group of people together to start that. So that that United Way Mass Bay Fund, um, the Haverhill Fund, is very specifically targeting food instability and um, housing instability. But right now they're really focused on food, and they're helping all these regional food pantries access food. So. That's a, that's a good thing. All right. Well, uh, Christine, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we, we've got to uh, get running along, and, and I, you have to get your notepad out and see what the governor is going to say and, and take down the <laughs> detailed notes. Go to my Facebook page. I do a summary every day, so <laughs> it's a high-level summary. Okay. All right. Well, take care. Thank you so much for having me, and, and I'll be back. Yes, Hopefully you will. Another month. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll be talking with you later. That's State Representative Christina Minacucci, the 14th Essex District. Our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV-FM. We thank her for joining us. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV. Catch the wave, WHAV.